It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome. Thank you for choosing now and being here with us. Today's show is entitled Unmask Your Real Self. And I thought for a second, I want to wear a mask so people on Facebook can see me. <laughs> I'd be like, whoosh, there we go. But I did. And I just thought that was really funny if I held it up and my guest Tammy would have been like, Karen, what are you doing? <laughs> I get these wild hairs sometimes, but the show is all about how do you find your inner clarity? Author and entrepreneur Tammy Palmer will speak with us today about unmasking your real self and embracing your passions so that you can achieve achieve your life and your career goals. So, Tammy Palmer, thank you for joining with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, tell everyone, where are you visiting from? Where are you sharing your time with us from? Where am I from? Um, (laughs) Isn't that the most fascinating question, too? I will answer really briefly in that I'm here just outside of Chicago. Um, It is not the place I've lived the longest. It's not the place I'm from, but it's the place I am now, which I think is a really fascinating topic, but probably not what we're here to talk about today. So I'll keep that answer brief. Okay. Or we might bring up later in the show. (laughs) Maybe. That's the beauty of it. You never know what me with me what happens on the show. It's like, woo, we go off and my squirrel moments take over sometimes. But that's okay. It's <laughs> a good thing. Listeners, we begin the show. You know how I love to get grounded and for a real good reason. <sighs> Let me become forefront in my thoughts and just being for a moment. So close your eyes, taking a deep breath in and releasing. Take another deep breath in, allowing that breath of life to fill your entire body and release. Now bring your arms and hands up around your shoulders like you're giving yourself a big hug. In fact, squeeze yourself, love yourself. As you continue to breathe, I invite you to say three times, I am worthy of my love. 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 Take another deep breath in, feeling that love all around you. And relax, blow out. And now with your finger tap three times on your chest, repeating the word accept, 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 accept. Take another deep breath in and release. Listeners, I hope you felt that grounding, that calmness that comes over us as we take that moment and really use that breath of life that is given to us. 
Get your sticky notes out, get your pens ready because it's affirmation time. And each week, you guys know I love my affirmations and I never look at them. It's always a surprise because I always feel the universe always goes hand in hand with my guests, with the topic of the theme for the show and for you listeners. And I know they touch, touch you because you reach out to me, you email me and you let me know this. And I appreciate that all the time. So our affirmation for today is, I am brave. I am brave. So Tammy, I would love you to share with our guests what you thought of or what, when it said, I am brave. What came to your mind? The first thing that comes to mind, and it might segue really nicely into our conversation, is there's different versions of bravery. There's bravery of well, I go zip lining or skydiving or the physical things that freak the hell out of me. <laughs> I won't do. <laughs> Probably should. Adrenaline, um, adrenaline rushy. Right, yeah. right. I'm not an adrenaline rush. I'm a control freak. Um, but then there's bravery of like opening up, right? And being our authentic selves, which is exactly the theme today. And there's bravery in um, what you and I were chatting about earlier in terms of showing up and acknowledging where we have growth in a very public way. Mm-hmm. And so bravery could be an entire topic, I think. And so I am brave. Like, what does that resonate for you? I think is really what that that's all about. Yes. I love the fact that bravery is on all different levels. And listeners, as you write that down, your sticky note or on the mirror, the closet, like, you know me, it's all over the mirrors. I am brave. How does that relate to you? How do you want it to be related to you? Where is that courage? And we're talking about unmasking ourselves today, about taking off the mask. You have to be brave to do that. You have to be vulnerable and you have to be raw. So this is what today's show is all about. It really goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. <laughs> kind of magical, huh? I love it. I love it. So we know that Tammy's from Chicago area as of right now. That's where she's living at. Um, but I want to read a little bit about her bio because she's one truly amazing powerhouse. And here we go. Since 2012, Tammy has led more than 1,000 clients through intentional career-related decision-making processes through her company, Gray Zone. With a background in recruiting human resources and coaching, Tammy offers more than 20 years of job search knowledge and career management, exchanged by a lifetime of studying and financing communication through her passion as a writer. Though her business, Tammy's Tribe, she supports publishers and aspiring authors in finding community and accountability so that they can achieve their writing goals. By offering weekend writing retreats and Zoom-based meetups, Tammy has built a solid, supportive tribe of writers. A published author herself, Tammy understands the power um, about writing communities. So, Gray Zone, Tammy, here we go. I love that name of your company. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell the story really quick? Yes, I was going to say, I want to know that name. So I was on a sabbatical in between careers and trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And I was going to a networking meetup 
And I thought, oh my gosh, I have no business cards. What do I hand out? And so I said, okay, I'm going to go on Vistaprint and create something that's just temporary that I can use to go to this networking event. And I'm sitting there playing with colors and logos and fonts and having this like creative playtime on the computer and getting mad at myself that it was time to go pick up my daughter from daycare and get dinner going. And (laughs) I was wasting time, right? Um, But I was having so much fun in this sort of creative play on Vistaprint. And there was a white bar on the business card and a black bar and along the bottom channeling, I just wrote the word gray zone. And I sat back and I looked at it and I said, that's my company. That gives me chills. (laughs) I just got chills when you said that because, oh my heck. Right. And then it was like, well, what am I, what is this company? What am I doing? Um, But it's just that power of connecting to source and allowing, you know, your monkey mind to get out of the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. I am so glad you shared that because there's, I've had experiences like that with my writing my book and the name, com- the title of the book coming to me and going, that's it. And knowing. But deep knowing. How, yeah. Like knowing this was it. And it's almost like, okay, did it really come from me? Or was it, I always like was going, oh, it's from my angelic daughter because the whole book is about her and her, you know, her death of, and you know, that whole storyline. And so I'm like, I know she's here with me, helping me write this story, sharing the story out. But then it's like, sometimes I got to give credit to myself. Just like, you you know, you had that aha moment where you're like, ah, gray zone. Yeah. You could go. Yeah. So you've got this beautiful name, gray zone. And now you need a company to go with the name. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that happen? Yeah. So I, um, I was in the soul searching time of trying to figure out if I was going to go back into human resources, if I was going to do my own thing. At the same time, my husband and I decided to move cross country from Boulder, Colorado to settle back in the Chicagoland area and raise our daughter there. And I just started taking some clients on and doing some work on the side. And, and then I had a meeting with a coach friend of mine about six months after the move or four months after the move. And I said, I realized I had to make a decision. Am I growing a business? Am I a freelancer or am I an entrepreneur? What am I doing here? Which is a new coaching thread I've been using a lot in my business, by the way, um, is that that's a really deep question. And am I committing to growing a business or am I going to go get a job? And I had fallen in love with what I created and the vision of what could still come yet was so compelling. I couldn't let it go. And so What I have today, nine years later, really stemmed from trusting the universe and following where the the energy was going. Yeah. And I think it's important when you said you were talking to a coach, how important coaches can be, especially when you have a, a, a really good coach that helps you see clear, you know, because you're my, I'm the squirrel moment, right? All the time, I have all these ideas. I'm like, we're going here and there. Da, da, da. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, what's your vision? I'm like, I got lots of visions. Let me tell you what I see. <laughs> and they're like, wrong answer. Right. You have to be clear. Yes. And yes. You and figure I think that. about it, like sports figures have coaches. You know, all these people have coaches mm-hmm. and it's very legitimatized. But when it comes to ourselves and getting a life coach or a business coach or a career coach, it feels very, um, 
indulgent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I look at it like we're investing in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I'm, you know, I have a job, I do real estate, love it, love it, love it, love my clients, do everything like that. And just building that for eight years, I've enjoyed that so much. But then there's a time where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm a learner. I like to learn. And then I want to teach what I've learned. Mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting because once you have that coach that can really narrow in, find your strengths, find your weaknesses, and bring those weaknesses up to the strength, all of a sudden things are balancing back out. Completely. Yeah. Completely. I yeah. think that's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a firm. I am a coach. I have a coach. Yeah. I get coached by my friends. I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the process for sure. So you've got, you know, in your bio, you've got a couple businesses there, girlfriend. You've got. <laughs> and I may be starting a third, which. Yeah, I don't know how I'm ever going to get around to writing my third book, but somehow I'm going to try and figure out how to do all this. <laughs> OK, so, yeah. So tell us what, you know, your other job, what your other business is. Definitely. And I want to know about your third one, if you want to share Okay. So my gray zone is all about making intentional career decisions. So I love that you you use the word clarity so much because that's a big, big theme in what I do. It's, you know, you can't go out and successfully land a really great job if you don't know what you're aiming for. And understanding that clarity and going through that process is a big piece of what gray zone is all about is helping people make intentional career decisions. Um, I love it. And it's been something I've been in the recruiting space for over 20 years. So it's something I'm deeply passionate about. But my other real identity is I was born to be a writer. I knew that from the time I was a child, I used to say that I was writing with uh, the little play school people in the early 70s. If you remember those plastic figurines, and then they became Barbies. And then I finally got a typewriter. So I've been crafting stories my whole life. And that's my heart. I've written two novels. They're both available on Amazon. And that was just lifetime achievement stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I wanted a writing community. It was really important to me. That's how I wrote my novels was because of the writing groups I had been a part of. And leading retreats is just sort of the pinnacle of my dream of success because it's such a great experience for myself. So I've stuck to it and I've now built a writing community where we do evening and weekend meetups. We go on weekend retreats. I just got back from Colorado leading my fall writing retreat. And so it's a nice, it fits in okay with the gray zone because they kind of complement each other time-wise. And it allows me to be the full version of myself and not give up on this inner child dream and an important piece of my self-identity as a writer um, to just do gray zone, which is deeply, deeply fulfilling work. And it's interesting. People will often ask like, well, if you could choose one, would you just give up gray zone and just do writing? And I'm like, oh, like you want me to choose between my two kids? Right. (laughs) You can't say that. That's like, just because I had one first and the second one later, I'm not going to give up one over the other. (laughs) Right. They're both really, really fulfilling. Right. Well, and they're your babies, right? They were your startup companies. You've groomed them. You've, You've grown with them. You've had your ups and your downs. We talked about that earlier before the show. But we've had these learning experiences. Completely. And I think that's the joy of it. You did make a comment um, when you're coaching with people. You said something. Are you an entrepreneur? Are you a business? Or you're something else? What was the third thing? Okay. So this is, I I wrote a blog on this recently. This is my favorite new concept to discuss. Are you an entrepreneur or are you a freelancer? And what's the difference? Right. 
an entrepreneur is building a business, maybe to grow, maybe to sell. A freelancer is doing gigs to get a paycheck, but they're not bought into the identity of being self-employed on the same level as an entrepreneur. Mm. So I met with a woman who said she wasn't thriving. Mm -hmm. And I asked her that question and she immediately said, I'm a freelancer. She was taking anything that she could get. She had no sense of branding and identity around her business Mm -hmm. and no understanding of what she was building towards. And when I shifted that mindset for her, she rebranded her company. She decided what business she actually wanted to go after versus what would just naturally come. She started a vision of how she could have other employees under her. Mm. And, and it was a complete light bulb moment. I bet as a coach, when you're working with clients like that, you're like, oh my gosh. Like, well, and it was new for me. <laughs> like, I didn't know that was a question to ask until it came out of my mouth. Mm. And then I was like, epiphany, oh my gosh right? Who else needs this? And I wrote the blog and a client from six years ago wrote me and said, you just nailed my struggle. I need to start coaching again. Wow. You never know who you're going to touch. You never know. Never know. That's when I do my radio show, you know, I know I have, you know, 2000 listeners a month listening to me, right? That's going to grow. I got my goal for this next year, but I'm just saying like, I don't know how I'm inspiring them or how my guests are, but I know they are. I know something's happening there because the numbers are showing, right? Right. And that's exciting. That is so, so exciting. The reason we do this is yes. to positively impact someone else's life in a good way, to help the earth, to help each other. Mm-hmm. It's all about, my, my thing is send the love and the light. It's all about love and light, love and light. That's what oh I am <laughs> Totally. That's why I'm here. <laughs> okay. Every time there's something wonky going on in the universe, I have this friend that does this love and light emoji thing on her Facebook. And that's all it is, is love and light. I'm like, okay, <laughs> tap into tap into her vibe. <laughs> right. I know. I do the butterfly and the pink heart together. There you go. Love and light, love and light. That's what, you know. Yep. Yeah. Because, you know, it's all about freedom. It's about giving it back out and, and just remembering, don't be caged. Be, be that light. And Energy just, flowing. Just go. Yeah. Just keep it going. So we've, we've got about a minute for our next break, but our first break, but tell me what your third. My third business. Yeah. So I'm tapping, and this is all about the theme, is getting back to my authentic self, is I'm tapping into my woo-woo side my spirituality, the energy work, all of this kind of stuff. Even the words I've used in this are really a new coming out for me, coming out of the spiritual closet. And so I'm excited that this January, I'm launching my first spirituality-based retreat. And I can't wait to see where that goes. And I've created this mystics tribe that's growing quickly in the Chicagoland area. I'll probably take it nationwide, but I think that will be an integration of the three. That is beautiful. Maybe it's a trine. Gray Zone, right. Tammy's Tribe, and the Mystics, and they all feed each other. Right. Well, why not? Right? Build it. Triangles, the triangles, there's no top or bottom. Everything, it can go either way all the time. And it's just rotating, pivoting, the moving. Going. The spirit, the same thing. Oh, I love yeah. that. That gives well, me goosebumps. That's a creative idea about the, the difference between a triangle and a circle. Is there much? Well, it's like clear sides that all support each other versus mm-hmm. one, one loop. One. The oneness in one. 
Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. We're going to be about it. <laughs> listeners stay with us. We'll be right back after this break and we'll learn more with Cammy Palmer. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. We have been speaking with Cammie Palmer. And if you just jumped on, thank you for jumping on. But I want to tell you a little bit about our affirmation card today. It is I Embrace. And the theme for the show is Unmasking Our True Selves. And Tammy, as we continue on with this, is going to dive a little bit deeper and explain to us how that happens for her. But first, I want Tammy, before we went to break, she um, shared with the listeners how she's written two novels. They're on Amazon. And of course, you know, I'm like, going, yeah, my book's on Amazon. And here you go do it. And I'm always like, yeah, now or never. Shine, baby, shine. Go get my book. Go write it. <laughs> Read it. Get the reviews. That's what we want as authors. And so I want um, Tammy to share with our listeners the name of the book and maybe just a glimpse of what the novels are about. Okay, thank you so much. I'm happy to talk about my books. Yes, as writers, we definitely, especially as indie writers, we're, we don't have the random house power machine behind us. I don't know. I don't remember if you got published that way, but I didn't. And so it does really help. 
to get the word out. But I've written two books. My first one is Missing Tyler. It's a young adult novel, although plenty of um, older women and men have enjoyed it too. It's not just for kids. Um, It traces the story of Kit Carlin, who's just finished her freshman year of high school, and her twin brother has died. And it's about the journey of how she finds herself twinless, and it's first love, and it's set on the Jersey shore in summer. And um, there's a, it's a really special novel to me. And I, I really love it. The second novel, uh, my second baby is finding Lance a lot. And this is, Oh, it's just such a crazy novel. Uh, a woman in Chicago, very uh, frustrated with how her life is going. She's in her mid twenties. Doesn't like her job. Doesn't have a steady, um, steady uh, partner in her life. Nothing's really going well. She decides to try past life regressions and she gets addicted. And every time she goes back, the storyline continues. And so the novel is set in Colorado or I'm sorry, in modern day Chicago and in 1500s England. And it's set in Colorado at the Renaissance fair. So you can tie it all together, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a uh, chick lit, fun, fantasy, historical novel, contemporary all together. And it's, uh, people tell me it's a page turner and it's just a fun read. Oh, I love that. And they can find that? On Amazon mm-hmm. under my author name, which is Tamara Palmer. So Missing Tyler and Finding Lancelot. Okay. And if you want autographed, personalized copies, you can uh, contact me. I'm sure my contact information will be on the social media later. Uh, You can email me. You can uh, message me on Facebook, however you want to find me. I'd be happy to arrange for that. Well, share with people because I always, I invite my guests to do that. So I would love them. So yeah. You can email me at Tamara at TamaraPalmerAuthor.com. I do have, I'm on Instagram, Tamara Palmer author. I'm on Facebook, same thing. And um, yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Are we friends? Are we friends on Facebook and Instagram? are. Yay. (laughs) We became friends. That makes me happy. I love new people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's like the authors and we're supporting each other and we're trying to, you know, get our message out there. And it's a, it's a doggy dog world. I mean, you spend, I don't know, I spent 18 months getting my book, launching it, you know, it went international bestseller, which was great because you got the little stamp on your book. <laughs> and I like, you get the gold star. That made me happy. But um, then it's like, okay, now what? How do you promote it? How do you get it out? So how do you tell, what do you tell your, your writers, your authors, they publish this book and how now the journey begins. The writing was actually the fun part. Right, right. Exactly. Now the journey begins on marketing. And I'll be honest, my, a lot of the people in my tribe are still working on that first draft. So we don't have a lot of people that have gone on. Mm -hmm. Um, But the, they say that the best way to promote a book is to write another one. Mm-hmm. That the more you have in your library to sell, that your next book will sell the backlist. I, now, I did that wrong because my books are completely different genres. So mm-hmm. what I should have done, I'm using air quotes for those of you that are not yeah. watching live, <laughs> um, is I should have written another YA, right? And then just keep writing YA so that I build a loyal audience with my readers. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between are you doing this as a 
to launch a, a successful writing career, are you doing this because you have a story to tell and you just want to get it out, which is my situation, right? I, mm-hmm. I'm not following the prescribed rule. So there's, it depends on what you're, what you want out of the experience. Okay. I think that's great information. So thank you for sharing. Sure. Yeah. Authors write notes, take notes with that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I've got a question for you. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think which one. I love it. I love going through the questions my guests sent to me because I'm like, hmm, eeny, meeny, miny, more. Throw a new <laughs> one at me. I'd be fine with that too. <laughs> well, which I will. I'm good at I, improv. You kind of can see I have already during our I interview. Like I don't follow anything that I have down here. I prefer but, <laughs> I want to know because we're talking about unmasking ourselves, our true selves. So with your clients and with you as helping them unmask, how do you go about doing that? Is there like a certain, certain questions you ask people? How do you dive deep with them to let them really take their masks off? And have you had that experience with clients before? And could you share? Like does one client stand out to where they went from – five masks where they've peeled them all out to be like who they really are. Um, there are, there are a few scenarios that come to mind, but I think I'll talk at kind of a high level of some of the tactics I use that would be maybe most helpful for people. So with all my clients, they start with a five page dream job sketch. That's I say is like an inventory slash audit of their career looking at the tactical questions around what they do and don't like to do when they're in flow, how much money they want to make, what the right commute is. But then I get into the existential things around like, what were you supposed to have done with your career and who influences you? Right. And how many layers are we dealing with here of who you really are? Mm. And I'm the, the dreamer with the realist combined of, okay, maybe you should have been, a baker in France, the reality is you've got four kids and a mortgage and you're here now and doing that, like we have to course correct, right? But how do we stay true to you? And so what sometimes comes up is that, you know, the job or the career path they're on could use some modifications and and tweaks, but it's really how they spend their hobby time and how they reconnect with themselves that way becomes what's really important. And, you know, one person was really screaming for creativity in their job And what she did, it just didn't seem like there was a lot of play with that. But I started poking into like, how do you spend your free time? And what do you do? Oh, I used to, I used to, I used to, then the kids, then life, right? And so we talk, then I say, well, let me put on my life coach hat instead of my career coach hat. Let's talk about designing a life instead of just trying to make your work match. Because sometimes we have to work for the paycheck because of the season of life we're in. Mm -hmm. Um. And the shift to get out of that is is too tricky. For some people, it's an easy pivot. It depends on where you're at. So yeah. it's really about looking at the whole life. I think that's really important too, um, because, like you said, a lot most humans we work to pay our our bills, right? That's just where we're at in life. Um, I think that's really important. Finding the balance. What do you like to do? In fact, I shot out on Facebook a couple of weeks ago because I was like, after I went through my divorce seven years ago, I'm like going, what are things I've always wanted to do, but couldn't do, you know? And so I started doing things and my listeners have heard, I mean, I took pole dancing. Hello. 
<laughs> hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Did it for, I think, five months. And then I turned my ACL snow skiing, not pole dancing. So I haven't gone back to pole dancing, but I'm just respect for those people. It's an art skill and it's beautiful. And then I decided I always wanted to sing. So I took voice lessons for three years and I drug my kids to voice to my recitals every single year. Every recital they went to. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was like crazy, some crazy stuff. But I think there's always a balance. Like you said, there's always a balance, which is really, really important. And um, are you still, are you frozen? I think Tammy's frozen over there. Can you? <laughs> okay. Listeners, we'll be right back after this break. And we're going to try to find Tammy out there. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. We have been speaking with Tammy Palmer, who has a company, Gray Zone. She's an author, writer. She's published two novels, and you can find those on Amazon. Before break, we were talking about as she's coaching, career coaching with her clients, how she helps them take their masks off and reveals their true identity or what they really want out of their career. And she she said something that I loved, and I interpreted it as finding the balance 
Because sometimes as people, we have to work to pay the bills and we lose sight of what makes us ourselves, our true selves. And so she brought into like, what do you love to do? What hobbies are you into? And maybe your work can't be that hobby that you turn into a job that you love forever, but it's finding that balance. Um, Tammy, am I saying that right? Would you interpret that kind of as that or what would you say? You, you totally got it. Yep. No, you're definitely on the right path that we just really need to, you know, look at life holistically of what do we need? You know, it's kind of like when we, when we look at our spouse and try and make them our lover and our best friend and our confidant and our roommate and our, all these different things. And we put all these expectations. We often can do the same thing with our career and put more on it than, than is reasonable to expect out of a job. And I love that that word expectations. That word can be a very powerful word in a positive way and in a negative way. <laughs> right? That's how I see it. Because sometimes polarity. There's, there's, <laughs> everything has polarity. <laughs> polarity, and that's exactly what it is. Because I've been, I you know, I teach my my people. Um, you know, we have allowed expectations put on us by other people and they've tried to form or mold us into who they want us to be. And that's really not who you are. And so finding the clarity of what and who you are and being able to follow that and let go of those others, the other expectations that you don't want to have, I call them labels and Mm -hmm. releasing those labels, but there's positive labels about being a mom and a wife and a career lady and, things like that. And then you have those negative labels that, you know, don't help you out. You're stupid or you're not pretty or, you know, that those negative self-sabotaging words that just don't uplift a person. But a lot of us have had environmental or family issues where that's how we were talked to and spoken at. Right. And so when you right. come to people like that, where they're like, just on the fence and they're trying to, raise himself up, how do you, how do you unveil that? How do you allow that to happen? Well, first you have to build trust with people because no one's going to be vulnerable until they feel safe. Mm-hmm. And so you try and find commonality, empathize with them and understand and reflect back a lot of reflective listening and get them to a place where they feel safe to be vulnerable. I think of a woman who came after a few coaching sessions just said, you know, I just, I can't get my job search started. I just don't find the time for it and I'm not getting to it. And within 20 minutes, we were digging into the fact that she actually didn't want to leave her job. She felt like she had no choice that she had to leave. And then she's crying. And then we unmasked that there's a grieving process there that she has to go through before she's ready for something else. And that there is a massive energy block around this experience. And, you know, I shared with her, you know, pick your modality if you want therapy, energy work, however you want to process that. But mm-hmm. working through this is going to be an important piece before you will feel freed up to make that search. So sometimes we just want to just go through the motions and we forget that there are other layers of things happening behind the scenes. I I love the fact that you addressed that, um, Tammy, because we go through the motion and we stuff down the emotion 
And later in life, that emotion comes up and triggers us again. And like your client with the, the loss of the job or whatever, there's all forms of loss. And we do go through a grieving stage. And we need to allow ourselves to do that. And this is I, so important for people that have been laid off. Mm-hmm. Because they, that's a huge grieving process because they've been kicked out of their community. Yep. Yeah, and a lot of it was it was due to the COVID situation and things that happened with companies and having to downsize and you know business owners trying to stay afloat, having to get you know lay people off. But it's still that loss and trying to find again what you want to do, you know, to pay the bills and do whatever. And um, Tammy, what comes up personally for you in the idea of showing your true self? Well, I think what's really come up for me in the last year is this concept that I touched on earlier in the conversation, which is coming out of the spiritual closet. So I work in the business world, and I, in my community, I try and look like I fit in. But the reality is I've got this very spiritual side to myself, an interest in metaphysics, that I compartmentalized into a very, very tiny little pocket of my life. And I've been looking to integrate it more, to bring it out into the light, to allow it to flourish. And that feels very vulnerable and it's very hard for me. And I think it's deeply connected into my soul growth, soul growth um, and karma in this life. But when I saw the name of your episode and that I was going to be aligned with this, I was almost laughing to myself of like, well, that's exactly what my whole thing is about these days. (laughs) So it's, it's hard. It takes trust in the universe that I, I'm a firm believer in having a supportive system of people around me that can, that can keep me buoyed up as I go through the discomfort in the release. Um, mm-hmm. But being our, our authentic self and our real authentic self is a scarier process than, than we really acknowledge. That's so true. And I want to, I want your advice or opinion on this because writing is a way to also let go and express emotions or feelings. Hmm. Do you agree with that? And do you use that to help oh my with gosh. your coaching experiences? Yes. Um, writing is the best form of therapy. That ex- one of the best forms of therapy that exists because you can really process through what you're experiencing. I dealt with a miscarriage that really rocked my world and the only way I healed from it was writing about it. And for me, it, the essay got published the week my daughter was born, which was just an amazing, amazing experience and really, yeah. really helped me heal. Um, I've been writing, I've been attempting to write some of my memoir of some of my um, unconventional childhood experiences. And even just in the writing of my memoir, I connected themes in my life that I hadn't been aware were driving me. Wow. And so for anybody who wants to really understand themselves, doing personal writing, memoir writing, writing about your own experiences can really unveil a lot of things that you just were blind to see. Mm-hmm. 
And it's interesting because I remember like growing up like back in 70s and 80s, I'm aging myself, but they're like going, oh, keep a journal. Here's a journal. I had all these little cute little journals and my journals were like, today I had pizza and I rode the school bus and (laughs) it was almost like my schedule of what I did for the day. And that's what I thought journaling was all about. And I'm still a scheduler. (laughs) (laughs) And I still write my list. I still go, oh, today I hiked and then I meditated and then I worked out and then I go through and cross them out as I go down my list. I'm a list person, but to really express how you're, you're feeling or what you're going through. And if you've been raised not to have feelings or emotions, this is hard. So how do you crack the nut? How do you open up and be vulnerable to yourself? How do you, what would you suggest, Tammy? How do I be vulnerable to myself? Well, one thing that I want to mention really quick, because um, I didn't fully answer this and you were asking about how I help with others. And this is, mm-hmm. this is a mantra I live by, which is you can't interfere in someone else's environment without their permission. So mm-hmm. you have to be invited to help. And there are plenty of people that aren't ready and don't want this. And getting a sense of that and testing the waters and understanding that before pushing forward is critically important to keeping trust. Yes. So I, I want to be sure to mention that really quick. Um, no, I think that's really important. Thank you for bringing that forward. I appreciate that. Yeah, because that's, that's the hallmark of building trust is, is having them want the experience and, and be open to receiving. Um. Mm-hmm. And I got so into sharing that that I completely spaced on what you asked me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we were talking about um, our journals and writing emotions and how do you crack, right. crack the nut? How do you, mm-hmm. how do you do that? How do you and get into I'll, that? Yeah. And then I'll share with you what my aha was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm probably the worst one to be asking about how to get into deep emotions because I'm one of these people that hardly ever cries. Um I would say it's part of my work is to figure all this out, but um, it's, I, I'm usually led by epiphanies. Ideas will connect, and then I'll realize, oh, my gosh, I've got to go right about this to understand what I'm thinking because a little crack got opened, and I, and I, and, you know, I got the lightning bolt of this is something to pay attention to. And then I write, and then I process with my friends, and I talk. And I figure my way and it all starts to make sense. That's how I go through it. Okay. I think that's really important. Um, And we all learn differently, right? We all, our emotions are expressed differently or they come forward in different ways. Um, In fact, yesterday I was having one of those days where I just, I wasn't creative. I can't focus on work. I'm like, what the heck's happening? And we talked about this before the show. I'm like, today, tonight's that harvest moon, that full moon. You know, I'm like, okay, me and the full moons the week before, I am just like, I'm productive. And I've come to terms with it and I realize it. So I have to kind of allow myself <laughs> during that time to just be. And so yesterday I, I'm like walking around my house going, okay, I've got things to do. I need to do X, Y, Z making my phone calls, doing my things. And I'm like, Karen, it's okay. I give you permission to just be, just be. Mm. And I use that word permission. And all of a sudden I was like, okay, 
And I went and I started writing down some, you know, goals and things I wanted to clarify in my mind and just allowed it to happen. I was playing music. I went and put my jammy bottoms on, probably too much information, but I'm like going, I'm just going to be, I just want to be comfortable and be and let the flow happen. Just let it happen. But that word permission was one that stuck in my mind. And Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to, we were talking earlier about, are we type A, are we type C, are we type A minus? And I think for type A people in particular, it's really hard to give yourself permission to do nothing Mm -hmm. for that to be okay. And that's a huge, and I noticed that too. I was even just finding it, I had about a half an hour between when we were to start and, um, and I, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, looking at my to-do list, what can I get done in half an hour? And nothing was really calling to me. And I'm like, why do you have to do? And I pulled up Facebook because that's where I go to kill 20 minutes. And a coach friend showed a picture and she said, sometimes you just have to do legs up the wall. And I thought, you know what? That's exactly what I need to do. I want the blood to come to my brain so I can talk eloquently on the call. And I put everything aside and I just took my boots off in my office and put my legs up the wall for 15 minutes. And I just thought, why don't I do this more? Why don't I just stop? You know? Mm-hmm. Type A personalities. <laughs> you need to just type yeah, put that on. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put a big A plus on your wall with little feet around it. So it reminds you to put your feet up on the wall <laughs> and just be even like five minutes a day. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's yeah. really important. Yeah, there's, it's a, I, um, I've gone into this really, really extroverted time frame of running the retreats, traveling, coming home to having family in town. And it's just been like, and I realized like I haven't had any alone time in a while. I haven't had time to read and I haven't had time to regroup. And it's a gorgeous day here in Chicago. It's 70 degrees today, probably our last 70 degree day. And I've, after this, I've got an hour before my next coaching call. And I said, you know what? You're not going to sit in your office and work. You're going to get a book. You're going to sit outside and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to take an actual lunch break and mm-hmm. enjoy things before you keep your day. And it's such a weird feeling to be like, well, is that okay that I'm not being productive? I'm not answering emails or doing a social media post or all the busy work. There's so much busy right. work we fill our lives with and it doesn't matter. And it's not like it's bad things. It's good things. You know, the, we're taught there's good things and then there's gooder, gooder things. Have you ever heard that expression <laughs> before? <laughs> I don't know if I have, but I like it. <laughs> it might just be a Utah thing or maybe it's my thing. I don't know. There's good things and there's gooder things. <laughs> and I think, and it's so true. And it's prioritizing what are the, those better things, the gooder things. Um, because all of that, what you're doing, social media, doing emails, that's all good stuff, right? But then that's when we have to turn inward and your spirituality is starting to go this direction just through our conversation. I believe I can say this, that you're going inward and realizing, you know what? It's okay just to be. It's okay to take time for me and allow that connection yes. of your spiritual side. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think it's, and that's to me, Tammy, that's, that's a form of bravery. Is taking that time for yourself, whether it's 20 minutes a day, and, and giving yourself permission to be and not worrying about anything else you have to do. 
because it's all going to be there. There's nothing pressing that can't wait. And to me, that's finding that yeah. bravery inside of you to be like one. Yeah, I can take 20 minutes a day. I can do that for me. You have to fill your cup. So before we, we've got just comments before we, <laughs> before we end. And um, we had a technical glitch and now I can't see Tammy's face anymore. And I missed that because on Facebook, it's like, I I'm love sorry. to like watch her expression and things like that. And we have, I I, and I'm like, oh, because I love watching the body language and feeding off of that. But before we end, I would love you to share with the listeners, um, word of advice, something that will stick with them that they can carry with them for the next week. Oh, wow. Well, one thing that was thinking that I was thinking of when you were just talking earlier is this concept that we should all over ourselves (laughs) and really trying to remove the should and replace it with want and, and really stopping as much as we can throughout the day and say, like, what does my soul need today? What do I need in this moment? And how am I being inauthentic to serve other people's needs? And what, what stakes are really there if I stop the habitual behavior and do something in a way that feels more authentic to me? Mm-hmm. I appreciate those words. Listeners, Tammy just said, remove the should out of our lives and replace it with what I want or what I need. And it's interesting, Tammy, on my mirror, my bedroom, I wrote, I want, and I underline it. And I see that multiple times throughout the day. I want. And so affirmations are so important and I believe in them and I know they can ring true to my listeners and my guests as we share different affirmations, share our words of advice. And I appreciate so much, Tammy, taking the time to be with us today with the listeners. Remember, reach out to her. Um, You can find her at um, grayzonementoring.com. And it's on the e-card on Voice America. So if you need to go check that out, I invite you to do that. But Tammy, thank you so much for being here with us today. It was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I've thoroughly enjoyed this. And I'm sorry I can't say goodbye in person, but I appreciate the multi-technology levels that can keep us continuing the conversation. Me too. The connection we have has been Great. And listeners, remember our affirmation for today. I am brave. And our theme was unveiling our masks, taking our masks off and being our true authentic self. Remember the breath is the gift of life. Choose now and live. This world is not for sissies. We are here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journey. Have an amazing day and thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon. 